Welcome to the United Voice Oklahoma podcast, where we are practicing the art of kindness and civil discourse and authenticity and storytelling. Our goal is to foster a healthy dialogue about race relations in our community. We seek common ground for common good and hope these conversations encourage you to build authentic relationships outside your race or comfort zone. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the United Voice Oklahoma podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the United Voice Oklahoma podcast. I'm your host, Waylon Cubitt. And today I am joined with my friend, co-host, Pastor John Mendenorf. And we are so glad that you are listening today. Uh, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about not just race. We're going to be talking about the minority populations, and we're going to be talking about money. In particular, we'll be talking about Taxes. So that sounds like a riveting podcast, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> let's have a money. I just want to talk about money, right? Let's have a podcast about money and taxes. Yeah. Uh, Specifically, we're going to talk about the tax uh, refund money that many people in our communities are entitled to receive, but may not know about. Right. And, and that's what I'm, I'm shocked and why I feel like we need to do this episode and do this interview is right. because there's a huge awareness campaign that's going on right now, specifically in minority communities. And I thought that was strange, is that why do we have to have a big campaign to let them know about a refund? Right. And why does this end up being a a topic on a podcast that is widely understood as being about race and institutional bias? Well, it turns out um, one of the ways that you you can track the damage and the presence of institutional bias is, is this, the people on the margins are perhaps the last people to know uh, what resources are available to them in the system as it exists even right now. So this conversation about something as exotic as the earned income tax credit is had so that we can try to do our part to get this information to the hands of people who need it most. And those people end up being people in in uh, the, the the majority of the folks end up being people on the margins already, and a lot of those people are in minority populations, and so that makes it our kind of topic. That right, you don't know what you don't know, yeah. And so this information, and I'm really happy that these people are working together to get this information to the people that it would benefit the most, right? And it's a if there's a gap in income. And especially this, the pandemic, and especially during the, the pandemic, and so people cannot afford to miss a benefit that they that they qualify for. That's right. And so, to give us more information about that, this is what this is why we thought this is an important topic for Absolutely. us to, to do. So, we are joined today by two wonderful spokespeople from OKC Tax Help, organization made up of uh, free tax resources that work to get local citizens their refunds that they are owed. They live and work in our neighborhoods. They love our city and they are committed to helping more and more of our citizens claim the earned income tax credit. Joining us today from OKC Tax Help are Toon Nguyen and Seisha Primo Shaw. So welcome guys to the podcast. Very glad to have you with us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, so I am super interested uh, about this topic because I like money. <laughs> and so anytime we're talking about money, I, I want I want to listen in. I don't really do well with money. But before we join in, 
on, on this topic. First, can you uh, each tell us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, where do you live in the city and what kind of work you do and how you got involved with OKC Tax Help? Thank you, Lieutenant Cubitt. Uh, my name is uh, Sasha Primo Shaw. I am a native of Northeast Oklahoma City. Um, I was born and raised here. Um, I'm a graduate of Douglas High School, um, a graduate of Oklahoma City University, and uh, I obtained my master's from the University of Central Oklahoma. Um, I've been involved in civic engagement and politics for um, a good portion of my adult life. Um, and even as a teenager, um, I'm currently the president of the Young Democrats of Oklahoma. So um, I do a lot of youth engagement on that end, but also uh, I've been involved in a lot of um, initiatives, um, not only in Northeast Oklahoma City, but also um, within tribal communities, because I'm also a uh, tribal member um, from the Ponca tribe of Oklahoma. Um, so I've been very interested in um, just getting those two populations engaged, especially um, within the political process and ensuring that they're registered to vote and, and that they know about issues that are affecting our communities in particular. Yeah, that's a little blurb about me. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a mouthful. You're doing a lot and I know you stay busy and you, you're always, I even see you on Clubhouse helping people get informed on uh, on the Freedmen's Bureau and 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 things that the uh, uh, that intersect with tribes and and register and how to to connect with their history. So you're doing a lot, and I appreciate your work that you do in the city. Not to mention, there's a little campaign that that you you worked on that I that I know a little bit about. So I I appreciate that. <laughs> thank yeah. you, thank you. Tune, tell us about you. So uh, my name is Toon Nguyen, and I am currently the president of the Asian District Cultural Association. I also serve on um, uh, Mayor Holt's um, uh, task force on, my, um, on the Human Rights uh, Commission. Um, I also serve on Oklahoma County um, Minority Advisory Board and uh, making sure there's equitability and the minorities are uh, at the forefront of a lot of the things that we discuss. Um, I've also served on uh, Superintendent Joy Hoffmeister's uh, Minority Equity Council as well, Advisory Council. And so I'm just glad to be here. Uh, I own a small business in the Asian District. I grew up in Dell City and um, I'm a native. Uh, I'd, I'd say I'm a native of Oklahoma because I lived here all my life. Graduated from OU, got a master's in OU Health Science Center in Boston, Cincinnati. And now I own a small independent insurance agency. I also am one of the VITA tax sites uh, for this year. And I'm just happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Waylon and John. Well, we're glad to have you. And as is the, the custom with this particular podcast, it's it's not just about the one thing, money. It's about sort of the community health that sort of undergirds it and the reason that you guys got involved. But um, we are going to use some terms today. So I want to see if you guys can help us to, to define more clearly for our audience today. What are we talking about when we're talking about the earned income tax credit? And how is it that OKC Tax Help is going to help in the process of getting this money where, where people can use it? Okay. It's normally called EITC, and that stands for Earned income tax credit and it's a federal tax credit for households um, uh, household people that earns up to like fifty six thousand or less 
depending on the number of dependents, uh, your amount uh, of credit could increase uh, on the refund. Um, it could be anywhere between $2,000 to $6,000. Um, and so how this works is um, OKC Tax Help first started with a multilingual community uh, bringing awareness. It's a campaign that brings awareness to a lot of the people about the earned income tax credit um, to help people learn about it, understand about it. We just want to get the message out there and educate people about what the refund and potential refund could be because like uh, we feel like a lot of the minority people are missing out on this um, earned income tax credit. I mean, we we are a minority population. We work really hard for our, our, our income, but uh, many times we don't ask or we don't do or we don't understand and we just um, miss opportunities. And so that's that's my take on it. I think Stacia would have some more to add on that. Echoing um, what Tune had stated, you know, it's estimated that one in six Oklahomans live in a household with an income, you know, below the poverty line. Um, and unfortunately, um, within our communities in particular, especially the Black, Indigenous, um, Asian, Latinx communities, we like represent a greater part of that percentage. And so that's why we're a diverse collective of folks that are going out and spreading the word about this because so many folks that we've encountered already didn't know about that, especially here in Northeast Oklahoma City and on in South Oklahoma City with some um, native communities, pockets of native communities. So um, yeah, that's why we're here uh, pushing this initiative for the second year. So let me, let me ask you, I, if I'm filing my taxes and I fall in under uh, that threshold of $56,000, will I automatically get it? Or is there something, some special thing that I need to do uh, when filing my taxes to get the credit? Why would I, why would I miss it? Well, the times that you would miss it is like, maybe you, you, maybe there's times where you go and file. I don't know if you file by yourself or um, you have an accountant that you normally prepares your taxes or you're a tax preparer that prepares your taxes. And sometimes it's a discussion where, um they may not be aware um of you know of that you don't have knowledge of it but it's better to ask because some people who don't go to their accountant or ask about it may may find that they they weren't aware and sometimes when you you uh, you have someone prepare your taxes or an accountant they don't really thoroughly explain what each tax credit or what refund is and so sometimes people miss that opportunity or Sometimes, um, you know, like a tax preparer, if you don't let them know, um, sometimes they could miss it because uh, many times when you do file for an earned income tax credit, there's a, a due diligence form that you'd have to fill out and there's a lot more questions to be asked. And so many times, you know, if you don't ask, then the, the preparer or the accountant might not be aware that you wish to go down that route. And so they, they don't further their investigations or their questioning to, to be able to get you that refund. Slaysha, what does that money mean or missing that credit? What 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 could that mean to somebody? You're from the same neck of the woods that I'm from on the east side of Oklahoma City. What does that mean if we fail to file for the earned income credit and we qualify? Oh, man. Like, <laughs> shoot, that's thousands of dollars uh, that folks have missed. Um, 
that they've absolutely could have used, especially during this pandemic. Because, I mean, as you know, it's been hitting our community like a stack of bricks, like especially for those folks who are, you know, who do have to work um, in person. They don't some actually quite a few folks I know don't have the luxury of working from home. I don't even want to get started on, you know, the working from home bit because uh, then you like, you know, get into like the virtual school situation and all of that. But that's a whole nother situation, which um, that also uh, causes folks to not be able to work, especially uh, primary parents and guardians um, who have to stay home with their children. It's a whole array of issues, but that that's the major issue is that they're missing out on thousands that they could have been using for different types of financial situations, different bills. It's really important that they know about it because it, it would be a really big help, especially now. Yeah, so Seisha, I want to ask you a question, then Tune, you jump in there, just sort of a nuts and bolts question. Let's say one somebody listening to this podcast is a, a candidate for the EITC or know someone who would be how, how does one get connected to this resource? Um, like what, what should we do to send people in the right direction? Um, they should, uh, they should uh, definitely visit the VITA tax site. So it's a uh, volunteer, uh, VITA, VITA stands for volunteer income tax um, sites. And so these VITA sites will help people um, discuss more about what their opportunities are with the refund um, and they, they will prepare your taxes at no cost to you. And so when people come to these VITA tax sites, um, you, know, you can come walk away knowing that the person that volunteers there is a tax preparer and has a license um, that, you know, volunteers at these sites and uh, will have their best interest in mind. Um, to tack on, like, a while ago when Seisho was mentioning, I mean, I feel like a lot of us, like a lot of our minority population, we really work really hard. Um, and it seems like the, the far most majority of us are underpaid and overworked in our communities. And so the earned income tax credit, it's like a refund that will actually give us some relief um, that we normally don't see in, the, in our wages. And so, and it also, like another thing that it does do is it helps us to re- invest our dollars into our communities. Um, a lot of people don't realize it, but the refunds that we, we have, we actually spend it, in, you know, putting it back into our communities and then helping our children out. You know, there's there's like single moms or things that will actually, the refund will help them with increased prenatal care, you know, which is really helpful in, the, in, in a lot of the communities around us. Um, you know, it helps with like significantly with the ch- children in the, in the households. And so that's what I wanted to add on to that. I, I'm all focused on this money thing. And I know that my friend John wants to really dive into the minority issues, but I, <laughs> but money is green. So <laughs> how does it equal, you know, 56,000, I have one kid. How much does that uh, increase uh, the credit that I'll get or the cash that I get? And is there a number of kids in my household, is there a cap to it? Uh, and Tune, please correct me. I don't believe that there is a cap. There's, I'm, there's no cap. Yeah, there's, yeah, no, there's cap. no cap. You can find out how much you qualify for by going to okctaxhelp.org. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go, when you log into that website, there's an um, estimated 
Return Income Tax Calculator. And anyone can go to this website. I just wanted to add also um, that the stimulus will not impact how much you're able to get from this. Because um, I know that's probably going to be a question a lot of people are going to have. Words right out of my mouth. I want yeah. To yeah. It won't impact it at all. Sasha, uh, I know I have an opinion here, and I'm going to check my opinion. And, and you guys do this tax stuff every year, uh, like Tune does. Here I've, in, in the minority community, I see a lot of people uh, who file their taxes very early before the deadline. And they... Uh, they, they check the box or they do this, what they call rapid refund, and they pay the tax preparer or the company uh, a big chunk of money to get their money early or faster. What is your recommendation, especially when you're going through, uh, when, when it seems like this credit, uh, every dollar counts? Is that just giving away money? What are your recommendations on this rapid refund or, or paying the tax preparer to, 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 to give you this loan refund? I mean, this loan this rapid refund loan basically is what it is. Yeah, like if you do the rapid refund, um, many times you could, you're going to get the, the money fast. But um, when you file for an earned income tax credit, uh, you, you, may, you may have to be aware that it will not be a rapid process because it has a dual diligence form. And so many times, you know, it seems like it's going to go through a, a, a process. I'm not saying that it's going to take a, a very much longer time, but um, just know that it may take a little bit longer. Like you're not going to get your tax refund right away. Um, but if you, you know, people are some some people are impatient about that. I'd rather wait around. I mean, if I if I could have like an additional couple hundred bucks in my pocket uh, to wait a couple weeks, um, I would do that. Right. So you, you're actually saying you can file for rapid refund and it's still not getting there any faster because you've also filed for the earned income credit. So exactly. better left to just wait. So so tune at our church, we have people who have been trained to do just simple intake, like an intake interview. They set up an appointment. They come in and they they bring their information then our people who aren't tax professionals just have a simple intake form to fill out. And then that form is sent to UCO where they also operate a Vita site. Um, my question, whether someone's coming to you or coming to us and Seish would like to hear from, from you as well, how long should someone expect for that process to take from the time that they bring their information into the Vita site, get some help and to the, to the moment they receive the money either by check or in their account? The process is if you come into either your vital side or our vital side, um, ours is like we have a, a, a little bit of a different kind of deal where we have a lot more Asian people come in. And so there's a language barrier. And so once we get the intake, we send it to UCO. And actually, we, we both of us um, that are working at this vital site in the Asian district are tax preparers. And so we, we are authorized to go ahead and go ahead and prepare the, the tax refund. Uh, the tax documentation and send it to the UCO. It, it's a matter of like a, like a matter of one week um, to be e-filed. And so the process is they, they'll review it. We'll have like a, another another reviewer look at it, making sure that um, the tax preparer did the right thing and everything. And so then it gets signed off, it gets e-filed. And then in the matter of, uh, you know, matter of another week or so is, is when they'll, they'll get the refund. Okay. 
So it's not such a long, long process. Um, but many processes, like if you filed your TurboTax, you get your refund like then pretty quickly. But um, I feel like, you know, you may be missing out. People have options. And so. <laughs> what is, uh, what $56,000 uh, as, as income makes you qualify for this? How are we doing in relation to other states? So where is Oklahoma when it relates to poverty? And we, we know that in that bucket of people in poverty, we know that people of color and minorities are overrepresented in that bucket. But where are we as, as, as a state? <laughs> so mine is going to be partially opinionated. So two can go first. <laughs> go ahead with your opinion. Go ahead with your opinion. So, so I know like nationwide, I mean, technically Oklahoma, and I'm using air quotes, isn't doing that bad. But we all know <laughs> that we are. Because <laughs> like, even though the cost of living here isn't as high as like a California and New York, it's people still cannot live on what's our um minimum wage 775 or something like that 725 people can't live on that people can't even live on ten dollars here an hour like that's just that's unrealistic so yeah like we're doing better air quotes than some states but like we're not it's not it, you yeah, don't really. feel good about it no, realistically, there's a there's real number somewhere that we could we could obtain. Uh, then what do, mm -hmm. what do you think? What are we doing, or do you know exactly? I think according to um, census data. No, I'm not knowledgeable or anything, but I, I actually was able to Google it. Um, but I feel like um, Oklahoma's poverty rate is, it, we remain higher than the national average um, since 2019, but we are slightly decreasing. Um, we have more than one in seven Oklahomans are living in uh, below the federal poverty level. So that 20, uh, the poverty level is actually 26,200, but then where we get that 56,000 is uh, mainly married falling jointly. And so right. when you double that number, you know, you take in consideration a husband and wife, and then um, that's, that's where that, that level. Before we, before we close, introducing this to someone who didn't know that they qualified for the earned income uh, tax credit. Can you tell me uh, any success stories or what it has meant to somebody to realize that they qualified and that they actually got the credit? Do you, do you know any stories like that? Um, yeah. Uh, so just from the folks I've talked to, it's, it's helped some folks. Like there's some of my peers, people I've graduated from high school with that did not know about this. Um, one of my classmates just had her uh, fourth child. Um, she and her husband didn't know about this and they qualify for it. Um, Cause her husband just lost his job, you know, because of the pandemic. And so, um, you know, they're both African-American. So um, that was one success story. Cause I mean, she was just like, man, I like, we need, we needed this extra money. And I was just talking about it on Instagram. They, you know, they looked at one of my Instagram stories and saw it. And so that's one success story um, out of Northeast Oklahoma City, I would say. There's a lot more folks that we've been reaching with this information, and I'm excited about that. Tim, do you have any stories that you want to leave us with? Well, I just, I just know that um, this campaign is so critical uh, for Oklahoma. 
for Oklahomans, especially for our city and our communities, because you know, the, the more that people are aware of these credits, the refund that they get, it's like money reinvested into your communities. Um, there's like a lot of people in the Northeast corridor that, that's getting their refunds. Where do you think they're going to spend the money? They're going to go take their family out to eat, uh, hopefully at Mama E's or, or you know, <laughs> right. Florence's Diner or something. I love their dumplings there. Um, and neck bones. I love that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's, 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 people have to realize that, you know, the more we try to campaign, the more we educate people on what they have um, that is good for them. And hopefully they'll take advantage of this and then they will actually have the money to spend for their family and have money that will be reinvested in our, in our communities. And investment in our community means more economic development. I'm I'm a guy that's always for equitability and, and fairness for everyone and fair rights. And so I feel like if we work all together on this and, and know about it, and it's something that we, uh, as a city, as a as a community, as a state, will will further, will better our state, and better our economic growth. And it just gives more so much more potential for our state to 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 be you know where we need to be. I appreciate you all coming on here. And I'm like you. It's not all about money, but uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. Right. Yeah. Money it's kind of like air. I mean, it ain't everything, but try living without it. <laughs> so, so I appreciate you guys talking to us and trying to give us access to uh, this information. We'll, we'll do our best to help spread it, spread it around and, and make sure that uh, minority communities who uh, a lot of those people qualify for the credit. And so we appreciate you in, in taking your time, not only to volunteer to get the, the word out and doing these, these taxes and getting these pamphlets to the library and everywhere else that, that you do it, but we, we appreciate your love for, for our community and taking the time out to talk to us about it today. That's good. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having us, guys. All right. So, and again, that website is go to OKCTaxHelp.org. Yes, sir. And then right. also, Sasha mentioned the other one, which is getyourrefund.org, I believe. Getyourrefund.org. All right. Thanks again, uh, Tune and Sasha, for taking time out to have this conversation. And as always, here on the United Voice uh, Oklahoma podcast, we seek the common ground for the common good. I'm your host, Wayla Cuba, with my friend, John Middendorf. Glad to meet you guys. Looking forward to talking to you again. Thanks again. Yes, Thank thanks you. you for listening to the United Voice Oklahoma podcast. For more episodes, subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. If you like what you heard, please take time to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family. It really does help us to get these conversations out to more people. This podcast is a production of United Voice Oklahoma, one of the initiatives of the Stronger Together movement, and is produced by OKC Good and Reese Black. For more stories promoting a healthy relationship on race in Oklahoma, follow United Voice Oklahoma on Facebook or visit unitedvoiceok.org.